Welcome to this channel where together we explore the discovery of self that is our desired soul expression of love and fulfillment, as well as source energy of love and fulfillment. In the space, we co-create an experience talking about different topics that will support our discovery of self and inspire us to keep on walking our authentic path. Stay tuned for today's episode. We're in for a treat. Remember, you are the treasure. Our next homecoming to self story is the story of Alicia. My gosh, I am savoring <laughs> as I am here in, in, in her presence, in my memory. What a beautiful day that was. I shared it on the interview, but I'm having memory of it again, that it wasn't, it almost wasn't going to happen, <laughs> that interview, that that moment of homecoming, really, to each other, as I was feeling lower in my energy that day, and to be more transparent, I was feeling depression that day, but as I still went, I still everything still worked out and then more and more as the interview unfolded and and being in Alicia's presence I come to realization that oh well love she's oozing out of love and love has led me to her brought me to her and made way for that interview to take place for us to hold space to hear her story and for us to see the world through her eyes and to see ourselves in her story. I believe that our stories and we reflect each other. Like truly we can we can get a different perspective, usually a higher perspective, usually uh, an expansive expression and and seeing and and hearing and and just a more holistic way of experiencing ourselves when we are sharing our story with each other and and being in each other's presence so definitely this is an intro don't want to give out too much but if there's one liner that you can get from here before you listen to the story here on podcast but most importantly i invite you to come check out the youtube version so you can see the dynamic and interaction and most importantly how beautiful alicia is and i do invite you to check out our youtube so that you can see all the other homecoming to self stories our other guests that's been here and that started this space for us in in that space of of sharing ourselves being transparent and vulnerable and how ah, there's so many beautiful things to share but let me gather my heart here as it was it is raising <sighs> if there's anything that i took away if there's a one liner that i took away from alicia is that everything is energy and we have the the wisdom the intelligence the ability the capacity to really utilize what our energy can source and sustain in all of our day-to-day exploration and when we're feeling our humanity where it's like when we are in survival mode 
it's so important to know be in tune be in touch be intimate with your energy and everything truly is <laughs> energy so check it out here it is enjoy your listening experience and your aha moment maybe grab a tissue i often get teary when i hear your stories and i have a lot of energies moving within me when i'm listening to your stories i'm getting a lot of definitely having that passive healing taking place which is that's beautiful that is divine if i if there's a very little thing that i have to do and just allow divinity to to take me over and overcome me with this divine sacred love i'm all in <laughs> i'm all in i think that spirituality definitely is easy humanity is difficult but that's why when we awaken and allow ourselves to unfold in our spirituality our spirituality is here to serve our humanity i think that's the first time i said that and even realized that but i am channeling i'm flowing but it is our spiritual i feel that we are not to effort to grow and be spiritual that is so humanly mindset oh gosh now i'm getting critical but our spirituality is here to serve our humanity because being a human can be challenging <laughs> it can be difficult i experienced depression in my humanity my spirituality is divine it's unlimited there's no lack everything is here everything is now for love is present and love is presence so what is your love story this is Alicia's homecoming self story. Everything is energy and her romance. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Discovery of Self podcast, where in this space, we explore different topics to support our discovery of self. And one of this topic that is very near and dear to my heart, and we hold space for this topic to hopefully not just one story, but to hear your story. And that topic is homecoming to self. So I'm super excited. It almost wasn't gonna happen today, but I'm glad that it happened. And I'm glad that I am here. I'm super excited to introduce to you our new guest to share, and she's trusting us in this space to share her homecoming to self story. Alicia, welcome to the space. How are you? How's Thank your heart? Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Flo. I'm so happy to be here. My heart is full and happy. Yeah, it's it's so nice to connect to your energy as well. And I feel like, ooh, this is a nice space to be in. Let's do it. Let's it's let's talk true. about all this stuff. <laughs> well, obviously this ish is um this episode is on the on the podcast, but I definitely do this. I think this is the first time I'm seeing this. I definitely invite you all to make sure you check out the YouTube version of this so you can see how beautiful Alicia is and not just Aww. her energy not just <laughs> beautiful voice but her presence definitely that's an invitation but let's get right into it so Alicia what does homecoming to self mean to you homecoming to self means to me it is essentially coming back 
to the core of your being and being in a state of peace. Ultimately, that's when I know that I'm coming back to self. I personally, maybe you can relate, I'm a huge overthinker. I have Aquarius in my chart, so like a lot of air energy. And so I notice that the mind and the ego especially likes to put labels on things, likes to create stories about things. And we have this part of us that lives in fear and worries about things and, and wants to compare and wants to you know, uh, evaluate ourselves in that way. And coming home to self is just letting all of that noise trickle away and come back to your center and remembering who you are without all the labels that you've stuck to yourself. So it's, yeah, connecting to the essence of your being, which sounds really, it's a really grand concept. But to me, it feels like an exhale. It feels like oh, grounded in your body. It feels like peace. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm home. I love that you said that because I say that when I walk into my apartment, especially if outside has been like, heavy or tiring I'm like I'm home I mm. that too, and I start saying it when I'm feeling home in myself I'm like I'm home I'm so glad that you said that so yeah. I'm ready to hear for you to bring us a little bit closer into home so what is your homecoming to self story wow my homecoming to self story okay so this started in my 20s, in my late 20s especially, I had a lot of FOMO and I had a lot of ambition and a lot of what I call uh, masculine energy in the sense to do and achieve and commit and all this sort of thing. And I was doing all of these things in my life, the, the right things, let's say. So, you know, working out and working hard at a job and being social and having a full calendar, but it was all for the wrong reasons. So looking back, it was very much chasing validation or a sense of worth or, you know, put it, putting all this effort into relationships so that I could feel love, not necessarily to give love. Um, so there was a lot of doing and a lot of being out of alignment with who I was. So I was working in a corporate job where I really didn't feel fulfilled. Like I would sit there and I just felt there has to be more than this, right? Like, what, is this honestly what I'm going to do? Like, rah. so that was really depressing. <laughs> I was in a very toxic relationship um, where my intuition was screaming at me that this person is dishonest and you know, he's a little bit manipulative. And, um, but I did, I chose to ignore that because I didn't want to be alone. I was in a circle of friends that didn't, wasn't aligned with who I really was. So I always felt like I was trying to keep up or was trying to fit in, but I didn't really fit in. And all of this ultimately came to a head with the most epic burnout you've ever seen. <laughs> like my body full on collapsed. Um, uh, to the point where my mother had to fly in to pick me up and take me home. She was like, okay, enough of this, come home, let me look after you. So I lived with my parents for about 22 months. Uh, I had just turned 30 and this was so depressing because it was like, great, I've turned 30 and everything that I've worked so hard for is gone. My home, my relationship, my circle of friends, my health, my fitness, my career, like everything just felt 
gone. So what was left was me underneath all of that. So I began this process of, first of all, apologizing to my body. Um, I remember I was in child's post for 45 minutes and I could just feel my body pleading with me. Like, why is it not enough? Like, why don't you love me? Why, why is, why are you putting me through all of this? And I made a promise right there and then from, okay, we're going to do things differently. We're going to work together now. I'm going to listen to you. And so I started this journey of discovering who I was, falling in love with myself, loving myself unconditionally, listening to the wisdom of my body, listening to my intuition, which I had been ignoring for a very long time. And it just, it just went on a deeper discovery of understanding energy and, and holistic healing and all of these different facets. And so now I'm kind of taking everything that I've learned to help guide other women who are finding themselves in the same place to, to connect essentially back to themselves and to realize the power within themselves. It all comes from self-love. I'm telling you, it's the answer to everything. <laughs> the answer to everything is more self-love for sure, for sure. So that's a little bit of a summary of um, my homecoming to self story. Yeah. Well, um, you Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, nothing. I'm just saying it has a very happy ending. Like now I do work that fills my soul. Like I really feel like I'm doing my soul's purpose. Um, I'm so much more in tune with my own energy. I have more time to play. I have more time to rest. I have more time to just enjoy life. Um, I'm much more in balance with my feminine energy as well. I have magnetized the most amazing friendships, really women that I could call in the middle of the night and they would be there for me like incredible incredibly inspiring women um I have manifested my dream romantic partner into my life like most healthiest relationship I've ever been in so everything from that moment has just flourished in my life it's just it's so oh, so much gratitude and this is what I want for every woman I want every woman to recognize their power and recognize how to use their energy so they can just flourish and, and be amazed with how incredible their life can be. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and so cool. definitely going in that direction about energy, want to explore that a little bit more. I have a inkling of what it is that you want to talk about as far as energy, but as you were sharing your homecoming self story, what resonated with me, and I feel like we need to just open up a little bit more is it's all about self-love. It's the answer mm -hmm. to everything. So you are oozing out with self-love. As I said, like, I feel <laughs> like I didn't want to be here today, but I just, something still brought me here, which is, I would say it is the energy of love as you mm. are starting to open up and share more. So can you tell us more what that that romance with you that self-love looks like the romance with me sure yeah I love that you use the word romance because that's exactly how I approached it I decided to really romance myself so there were little different practices it was the way that I spoke to myself I noticed I had a very critical self-talk and I did a lot of work to just turn that into 
sort of like my inner cheerleader. There's this voice inside me that is always saying, oh, you got this babe. And oh, you're human. You make a mistake. It's fine. Try again. And I'm so proud of you. And, you know, really like that self-talk became very, very positive. Every time I saw myself in the mirror, it didn't matter if I looked like a hot mess or, you know, just completely track pants, greasy hair, whatever. I would always look into the mirror, look into my eyes and tell myself that I loved myself, that you're beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Just everything I wanted to hear. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. So a lot of mirror work in that sense. I started singing love songs dedicated to myself. <laughs> um, they were, um, they started out as, you know, really romantic longing songs of like those songs where I miss you and I want you back and all that sort of thing. <laughs> I would dedicate to myself because I had felt like I'd completely lost myself. And then the songs became more and more um, like, oh, I'm so happy I found you. Those kind of songs. Like it was uh yeah, just I would sing to myself. I would definitely prioritize self-care. That was huge for me. Making sure I had enough sleep, um, making sure I, I, you know, I was looking after my body. I was looking after my mindset, just really, really taking the time to put myself first. And boundaries was huge. Like really, um, I had committed to my inner child. I did a lot of inner child work. And I promised her like, okay, we're not gonna put up with these sort of toxic interactions anymore. So I would notice that if I met people and there was a part of my body that constricted or I didn't feel comfortable or I felt like, ooh, this just doesn't feel right. Okay, politely excuse yourself, we're gonna leave the room. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna get out of here. And just to make sure that the people I spent my time with, like they, they lit me up in some way. I felt seen by them. I felt heard by them. And when I came home, I was like, oh, I feel really good after spending time with that person instead of, oh, why, why don't I feel great? Why do I feel drained? Or why do I feel, yeah. So really paying attention to what I was feeling, what my body was telling me of this feels good and this doesn't feel so good. Yeah, but definitely a romance. Took myself on dates. <laughs> yeah, so just little things that I could do for myself. And honestly, like a lot of journaling, that for sure, like really getting to know what's going on, what do you need? If anyone were to read my journals, they'd be like, wow, this woman has like three personalities talking to each other because I would, I would talk to the parts of myself that were upset or hurt or, you know, angry or in pain or whatever it might be. And I would, I would write, what's going on? Tell me. And then my handwriting would change and I would come from that other perspective. And I would just try to understand and be compassionate and yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You know, so really create love for yourself, really um, many different ways to do it, but that's the way I did it. <laughs> I love that romance. It's mm, so divine. Beautiful I, love story. I, it is. <laughs> It is. I love that. I love how it is also affirming how I felt about you, your compassionate witness, because you are, you are seeing every part of you. There isn't anything mm. hidden. There isn't anything being overlooked. Like you're present. You're so present mm. with every part of you. That is love. That is love yeah. holding space for every expression and, and feeling feeling like 
hey, you have something to say. So let's hear about it. Express. Let's hear it. Like, yeah. Tell right. me. Tell me everything. Yeah. Yeah. And and on another analogy too, like parent truly be a, being the loving parent to yourself. Definitely. Yeah. I Definitely. I remember when I first started connecting to my inner child, I would walk down the street and I could feel part of me felt fearful or anxious. And I just imagined myself holding the hand of six-year-old me or five-year-old me saying, come on, sweetie, it's okay. I've got you. Like I'm in the adult space and I'm holding on to you. And sometimes I would pick her up and I would carry her and I'd be walking down the street like this, you know, like just, yeah, it's okay, sweetheart. Like I'm here. And I could just feel her clinging to me. And it's just becoming whatever it was that that part of me needed that comfort or that safety or that reassurance. Yeah. It's um, like I said, I kind of have a split personality thing going on in that sense where you can be the parent and the child at the same right. time. Right. You can be the witness and, and the part of you that's in pain or grieving or whatever it might be. So, yeah. I, I thank you for sharing that. It's so beautiful. Mm. I, I, you know, it's like, as I was sharing with you earlier, there's part of me like didn't want to be here, but I'm glad that I am here because as this space unfold and this the, your story stories are shared, I'm like, this is so for me. Like I needed to hear this. Like <laughs> for me, it's like falling in love with you, but at the same time, falling even more deeper in love with myself because I honestly, I do. I, I, everything that you're saying, and I'm like, I feel like that is my experience about myself. Like, it's just so beautiful. It's like watching me as someone playing my role in some way, like, yeah, reflecting back to you, right? And then this playing it. And it's just so beautiful. I love it. It's so beautiful. Okay. So now (laughs) I want to hear about like learning about your energy and, and what you have energy for. Can you share a little bit more about that? What, what is that? What does that look like? Oh, definitely. So um, I went into discovering energy in many different ways. Um, I have a background as a yoga teacher. So obviously I went into the chakra system and understanding meridian lines and all that sort of thing, physically what's happening in the body on an energetic level. Um, astrology was huge as well for just kind of understanding different aspects of me and the different houses, the different planets, but a huge turning point was when I found human design and, uh, human design is an incredible system that combines astrology, the I Ching, the chakras and the Kabbalah system, and they create five energetic types, let's say. Mm -hmm. And within this chart there, it goes really, really into depth about your unique energy and the type of energetic being you are. And finding out that I was a projector made so much sense because (laughs) I had been living as someone who had a lot of energy, but my energy was not designed to do that. As a projector, I'm designed to rest a lot. Um, to see into things very, very deeply and to guide people. That's kind of 
what my soul is here to do. So understanding that I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. I understand why. And it was so freeing because up until that point, I kept comparing myself to everybody else. And I was like, why can they do all of these things? And it's fine. Or, you know, why do they not get overly stimulated by all of this noise or people or colors or, you know, why, why are they so extroverted? Why can't I be like that? And I was like, ah, I'm not supposed to be. I'm designed differently. It was so freeing. It's like, oh, great. I never have to compare myself to anyone ever again because <laughs> it was, you have a very unique design. So that was really, really helpful for me. Yeah. I was wondering if you can, maybe you can briefly share about the different types, like you said, starting with the projector. But I did, I actually do have a friend who's also a projector and what I learned, what I like a, a brief takeaway that I learned from myself, not from her, but I just studied on my own because I, I'm new to human design as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long you've been practicing, if you can share that. But for me, it was just fall of last year. But knowing that she is a projector, I and that she is to respond. So before I would be, before I, I would kind of take offense when I feel like I'm constantly like inviting. And then now I know mm -hmm. that, no, actually she needs to respond. And she I needs I, to be I, invited, I, yeah. As a, as a man, for me, a manifesting gener generator, I can initiate things, but for the most part mm -hmm. respond as well. But I allow myself to invite her so that she can, respond and connect, but go ahead. Can you share a little bit more about the different types briefly? Yeah, briefly on the different types. I mean, I know the most obviously about projectors because that's my own and I studied it very, very deeply for my own um, peace of mind. But uh, so as I mentioned, the pr projectors are the guides. And like you said, they need to be invited. invited. So it's very hard for them to initiate things. And it usually doesn't go very well. Because a projector can see really clearly into other people, um, something might be happening. And they they just they say, Oh, I know what you should do, you should do this, you know, they, they give advice. But if someone hasn't asked for that advice, it can go down really badly, you know, like they just they don't want to hear it. So that's that's sometimes a problem. Uh, we're like, oh, I know how to fix it. I know how to fix it. And it's like, yeah, but wait, wait, wait until you're invited, wait until someone asks you for that advice. Um, generators are, I mentioned them before as well, they are incredible. They are like the builders. Um, they really are here to create and to make the world a better place through their creations. And they do have sustainable energy. So a generator can go and go and go and go and like, they don't seem to tire out. Um, but they, if, if their work is not aligned with their sole purpose or what they really love to do, they will burn out. So a projector will burn out if they're doing too much and a generator will burn out if they're if what they're doing is not aligned with their soul like and what they want to be doing so they can work for hours and hours at a corporate job that they don't like they can do it but they're just going to find that they get sick and they get unhappy because it's not what their soul really wants to do for example and um 
those, those sacral types, the people who do have a lot of energy, they make up the majority of the population. So it's very hard for them to understand the other types that don't have sustainable energy. They're like, why don't you work 40 hour weeks? Like what's wrong? That's totally fine. Like that's normal. And we're like, guys, I'm not designed that way. I can't handle it. I need naps. I need a rest. So it's, it's really hard for them to understand, huh? Like why this is easy. Like, why isn't it? Why aren't you also uh, working at this type of um, intensity or long hours, let's say. And we have the manifesting generators like yourself, the manigens. Um, they're similar, but they, um, they can also create, but they're very much also responding to energy. Um, so it's not like creating something out of nothing. It's very much feeling like, ooh, does this feel right for me? And then responding to that. So for some people, they feel that as energy going upwards, like it's a yes, or energy going down, like, ooh, it's a no. Sometimes they feel it as a pull, like, yes, I'm going forward, or no, I'm kind of going back. And sometimes it happens vocally. I don't know if you've noticed this with yourself, but if I were to ask you a question like, Flo, do you want to go to the movies? And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, it goes up, like, that's a yes, and a, oh, I don't know. Like, it goes down if it's a no, if it's a no. So, yeah, sometimes it's a vocal thing for people. That's really cool. Um, the manifestors are here also very much to, to guide, like I think, well, guide in a different way. I think of the manifestors, they have a big, big picture. Um, so they would be like the pharaohs or the kings and queens, like they can see the big picture of what, what would benefit in the long-term vision, but actually creating it and 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 the day-to-day -day building it they're not so good at like they're they're happy to start things but to keep it going they really need generators to help them like they they can't keep it sustained it's it's really interesting but they have this beautiful beautiful vision and the reflectors are a really special type they have all open centers and they are they are very much about um feeling into what is generally going on around them. So for example, um, they're, they're like highly sensitive beings. They really know, um, if, if, you, if you're running a business and you have a, for example, a, um, a feedback group or like a marketing group to understand your audience, get a reflector in there because a reflector really has a sense of what everybody's feeling and what the energy is and what's needed. Um, I heard this story of this woman, her, she was traveling with a reflector and anytime that they arrived somewhere, her friend would either say, oh, I really like it here. It's like, okay, cool. We're staying. Or she'd be like, oh, I don't like it here. And she's like, all right, get on the bus. We're leaving. Like, because as a reflector, she picked up on all of that energy and she had such a, like a sensitive, keen awareness of what was going on around her. So reflectors are amazing. They, uh, they really give so much insight to what's happening in the collective. It's very, very cool. I love how how brief and concise that is that you shared. It's so beautifully put, simple. And even if someone listening, this they're hearing it for the first time, like they would really get a sense. And I feel like it's good to have even a little bit of idea of all the different types, just so you are aware and can kind of maybe see it in the people around you and 
obviously ask them, don't just guess, oh, you're this and that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, oh yeah, truly we all work together. Like when I learn about this, I see that the people in my life in some way really meant to be there. Mm-hmm. And kind of, because like you said, like the, the manifester, they're good at initiating, but they're to, to sustain something they can't do it. Like it really mm. somebody else needs to come in to complete everybody. Like, so everybody really has a part to play and everybody is valuable. And, um, that, that is it in, in essence, like it really shows us we're all here for a reason and we need each other. Um, and if our society was working in this way, according to everybody's energy, I think it, it would be just phenomenal because everyone would be aligned with their purpose and using their energy in a way that was the best, not only for them, but for society as a whole, it, it's just really powerful and inspiring. And le- I'm glad you like the con- very, very condensed, concise version because it's such a complex system and it goes so, so deep. Like you can really get to the nuances of what makes you specifically unique as a manifesting generator compared to another one, right? Like it gets even more, um, even more detailed. So yeah. I always recommend go uh, get your charts read and be prepared to be amazed. <laughs> it's really encouraging. For yeah. Sure. And I will definitely, um, since you brought that up and you explore this and I, I mean, share it a little bit, I'm sure that there would be those who would be interested to know what their chart is. So I will definitely add that on the link. So we want to know how to get in touch with you. But before we do that, I wanted to ask you what else is, I was going to say pressing, but that might not be the word to, to explain, but what, what else does your heart want to share before we transition? What's important mm. right now to be seen? Within myself personally, you mean? Yeah, that you, they, yeah. That space need to see. Yeah, I recently had a little bit of a revelation in the sense of there is quite a big part of me that believes with absolute certainty that what I want will come to me and what I want to create is possible and what I want to experience is waiting there for me. Like there's just a, I I notice there's really a part of me that just knows um, and it's very, very peaceful feeling. So that makes me feel like I'm connecting really to the self. And this, this is a big deal for me personally, because as an overthinker, (laughs) I have many different voices of, yeah, but uh, how and what and blah, 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 blah. And I just, I've just come recently into this feeling, really strong feeling of, yeah, it's coming. Just keep, just keep going. It's coming. You don't need to worry about the how or the when, but it's coming. Everything you want is available to you. So that's a really, really comforting feeling. And if, if no one else is feeling that yet, just know that that feeling is accessible to you as well, because we can get so lost up in our minds and into our fears, and especially with the fear of the uncertainty of the future, and you know what's going to happen, what's going to happen, and to kind of return back to this this peace within yourself that just knows, like, yeah, yeah, no, 
don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> Everything is possible. All your dreams will come true. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really beautiful feeling that I've been experiencing lately. Yeah, it's very new, actually. So I just felt called to share that. <laughs> I love that you share that because you said the word comforting. And it, that to me feels like home. What you shared yeah that realization revelation definitely feels like home the, that those revelation arise come to however way perception you want to experience yourself but i feel that those come from a place within you where you feel home because yeah. otherwise you i don't believe that they're never there but otherwise you won't see won't perceive won't hear if you're not home in yourself, if you're not one with yourself at peace with yourself. So I'm so glad exactly. you that because definitely that that is for me. It resonate. Those were some of the things that I've come to re realize within myself. But even, even in the midst of me experiencing my humanity, like mm -hmm. I feel, I don't know if this resonates with you, but at least for me, I feel that that even with the revelation, it doesn't bypass my humanity. I still have mm -hmm. human experiences where I feel my limitation and my lack, where I feel the longing of where is it? But at the same time, when I continue to come home to myself, I can feel comforted as you use the word comforting. I can feel comforted in my humanity, knowing that I understand that it's coming. It is waiting for you, like you said, you are going to experience it. You didn't long for it or dream of it. And it's just like all air. <laughs> it's never going to manifest. It will. It will. Yeah. In the moment, this is where we're at right now. Yeah. And it's so beautiful what you said, because especially about humanity, because you are a human being and you'll kind of zip in and out of this feeling, right? Like you'll, you'll go back into being outside of yourself or being influenced by other people or, you know, getting confused by the mind and blah, 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 all this, this noise, but you have the opportunity to shift back, to go back home and remember like, oh yeah. Okay. And so this, it's just this little dance of, like you say, coming back home to yourself at the end of the day, coming back in and saying, oh yeah, I feel it. I feel my truth. I know what's, yeah, I know it's, I want to say I like I know what's real like in the sense it has but it hasn't happened yet but I want to say I know it's real <laughs> so okay that's maybe the word that I have to use I know it's real I know it's coming yeah oh Alicia you're so beautiful oh my god oh thank, thank you, you so for much. allowing me to experience you and us to experience you and and trusting the space of your story so for those that resonate and want to go deeper into getting to know you and in your practice and, and how you are contributing and sharing yourself into this beautiful world that we all live in. How can we get in touch with you? What, what does that look like? Um, well, there's two main ways. Uh, if you are an Instagram user, you can find me at alicia.inspired. Um, and I have a website, aliciainspired.com where there's all sorts of content on there, including a free masterclass about feminine energy and how to still build success in your life without burning out, which is key, right? We wanna be able to use our energy in a sustainable way. So there's actually a free class on that website. If anyone is interested, I really hope it serves you because it 
completely changed my life. <laughs> okay, well, that is that. Thank you again for being here. And everyone, you heard it. If you want to go deeper in exploring how that resonance that you have with Alicia, definitely I will add the links on the description and definitely follow her, go explore that resonance and go deeper in how you can use your energy in a way that really is sustainable and that supports you on what your soul is really longing for and want, want to do or to, to be here in the yeah. But that is it, everyone. Thank you so much. I'm Florence Leonardo. Continue on the path of the discovery of self. You are the treasure. All right. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast so that you will be notified when we post new episode every Sunday. Please consider monetarily supporting this channel so that we can continue to create intuitive, thought-provoking content that will encourage you in walking your authentic path. If you need coaching support with your flow, authentic expression, please connect via florenceleonardo.com. Like, share, give us a five-star rating on iTunes to help us reach more people who need to hear our message. Follow Florence on any social media platform at DesireFlowLeo. I invite you on this channel to share your story for others to hear. If you are walking the authentic path to the discovery of self, I'd love to hear from you right now. Visit FlorenceLeonardo.com to connect.